Hi guys, you are at Omi Talks and this is Omi. I always wonder why people who read feel so entitled of everything. Like just because you read books and you are a little literate, I guess, you think you are smarter than other people. I have seen so many people around me who don't know what a supernova is. But eventually, when it comes to street sport and everything other than that, they are very good at it and they have a pretty good life and they go on on their life not knowing about a supernova. It doesn't concern them. I guess that's what life is about. So today, I am discussing about two books. Hmm... Now that's a funny story. Last time I picked one book. Why two today? Well, it's because I was going through my Instagram and... Oh yeah, I use Instagram. I'm a new modern person. Great news! Yay! Anyhow, so I was going through Instagram and book Instagram. What's the... What's that they call it? Is it... Bookstagram? Yeah, whatsoever. Anyway, so there were some recommendations. So if you want to change your life, it was an advertisement. So if you want to change your life, read these three books. This one, this one, this one. Now, it hardly happens that I have read all of them, but uh, somehow two books. I've heard a lot about them and I'm pretty sure you might have too. One is Rich Dad and Poor Dad by... Robert Kiyosaki and the other one is uh, I guess psychology of money right don't ask me the author let me check I'll get to you who is that yes Morgan Housel I hope I didn't screw that up again so anyway these two books are very popular and people write it in their recommendations. Read these two books and you will get everything you need to know about money. Haha. <laughs> well, good for you if you do. So let me get into what I learned from these two books and why you need to even think about it. Hmm, so why these two books? Okay, because they are very pretty to look at. Yeah, that's a lie. They are not pretty to look at. One has one Asian guy on the cover. The other one has a brain thing. Brain, brain, electric circuit. Anyway, so yeah, they are very boring to look at. And trust me, trust me when I tell you, if you looked at them, you would be like, oh, maybe next time. It was hard for me to read them too. Uh, well, until I developed interest in them. Now, why do I find them very fascinating? Is very weird. Because on the very basis level, like on a very basic level, both of those books are completely different. I'll tell you why. So, the only thing common in both of them is that they talk about money. But how they think about money is entirely different. Like the first book, Rich Dad and Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It revolves around uh, 
the lifelong story of Robert Kiyosaki, how as a kid, he considered two fathers, one his biological father, a stand-up guy, educated person, works a job, has a good post, earns money and spends on them and live a life happily. And what problems and how he visions, like what vision does he have for money? So that's how it revolves around. And how his best friend's father, who is a businessman, street smart, people smart, tries to teach him how to be a good businessman. Uh, yeah, they promote themselves a lot in the entire book. So it's a commercial field of book. So uh, open it with your own at your own risk. The second one, psychology of money, on the other hand, is very, very down to earth. Like it has lessons not for business mind like people, but for general people. The main essence of the book is that uh, the effect of compound saving. Like you don't need a reason to be frugal or to save money. You don't. If you save money and why you need to save money, that's also answered in the book is important because you never know life because there are so many variable factors like you don't know if your place will have a hurricane tomorrow even if you live in the non-hurricane zone or if you live in the middle of the city and somehow a plane crashes at your house you never know you don't know what is going to happen there is a funny story actually let me tell you about it so there was a guy who was very afraid to die. Yeah, he was so scared of dying that he isolated his, himself uh, in a house and he closed his door. He didn't even use to go in the porch and uh, he once had a prediction. I don't know who told him, a fortune teller or whatsoever, that you would be dead from, a, a, I guess, a tiger. Yeah. So he was like, huh, I live in a city. I We don't have tigers here. But he was still scared. So he isolated himself and he kept to himself and stayed at home. Eventually, he was living a life. It was a miserable one. Of course, he was alone and all by himself. But he was so scared of dying that he spent all his time inside his house, locked in, doing nothing, just living. So eventually, when he was around 80 years old or something, he died because the photo frame in his house of a tiger fell down on his head and he died. Well, that was a stupid way to go and he was scared that he'd be dying because of that. So you see, you never know what the unknown factor is which will be the end of us. And we somehow take that very lightly. It's actually necessary. I understand that. That it's necessary. We cannot think about life and death all the time. Yeah. Who is going to be that serious? Not me, of course. But the fact remains that you never know what's going to happen. And in order to prepare for that, we need to prepare for something we don't know about. And that's very hard. Eventually, the book has some valuable lessons, of course, and one of the most profound one that I find is very, very valuable for everybody is that it says nothing is ever too good or too bad.
I mean the beauty of it. It's so simple. So, so simple, but so valuable. Like every time something happens in our life, we will either, you know, make it so huge. Oh my God, oh my God, this happened to me. Oh my God, oh my God, what did the... Like it be a whole Eiffel Tower kind of size of thing. Or sometimes we will just be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Some people do that. They don't think about the biggest thing at all. But the fact remains that nothing is too good. That Instagram person, your friend of yours, who's traveling all around the world every second day, having a trip, having fast food and everything, is not always too good. And the miserable person you think has a low salary and the friend who have a sucky job or something like that is not so miserable also so nothing is too good or too bad and we need to understand that it's very relative well the conflicting thing about both the books that i found on instagram was that people said um read these two books to make you understand about money well do you even understand what the two books are trying to say like it it boggles my mind absolutely boggles me like how come people can say two conflicting things can help you understand when people don't have the ability to understand one thing like if you say read psychology of money i get it it's a normal thing most people will fall in that category not everybody is a businessman not everybody can convert liabilities into assets there is a reason for it. It takes a lot of effort and monitoring. And Rich Dad and Poor Dad doesn't exactly tell you how to do it. It tells you you should do it. It's like telling someone, yeah, you should eat healthy. Well, everybody knows they should eat healthy. But what they do instead? They go and eat something, junk food. Yeah, because it tastes good. It's pleasure in the moment, particular moment. So, that's kind of contradictory to me. Psychology of money also doesn't touch any economics topics exactly. Like, it doesn't tell you how to invest or how to find mutual funds or which books to refer. It tells you about history, how we look in the past for the possibilities of future when we know future is unpredictable. Like, people think, ah, oh, Stock market is pretty stable for the last 10 years, but you don't know if it's going to be stable in the next 10 years. You don't know. All you can do is put your little chips there and move on. Maybe it'll give you a little favor or it'll tank. At least you won't go broke over it, right? I think most people do that, but some people also need this knowledge to work in their lives and it's okay about it. You see, skills are something which are always going and coming. Like, we might forget with time what we learned, but it somehow stays with us. And you never know when it will come handy to you. So always, always, always learn something. Because knowledge is power. Said by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, I am giving a summary to you guys. Be happy about it. So you might 
choose one or another. I have given you the options. I'll come up with a new book, maybe a little spicy one next time. So until then, bye-bye. Thank you.